The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Where am I? And where are you? Can you imagine I, like, his head I being can't. inside his little no. head? Egocidal vehiculum. There's no doubt Corvettes are fast. But what about the people that are putting their fingers over the license? Keichi <laughs> Tsuchiya. <laughs> Those cars have such a cute little face, you know? It's like a little like a little salamander or something, you know? I'm riding dirty right now. Fight those traffic tickets with Off the Record. Snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, and get matched to an experienced lawyer. That's it. No mailing in your ticket, no showing up in court. Let the pros handle it and keep those points off your record. Use code AWESOME to get 10% off. That's offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. Welcome. I'm Lane. <laughs> and hey, I'm Nick. We are joined by Nick of, well, what do we say? Of Beeline? Sure. That's yeah. what people probably yeah. know. That's what people probably know me from. Yeah, exactly. That's why he needs to keep that name going. Mm, yeah, Lane's already <laughs> campaigning here. Uh, Art is um, on assignment, and so Nick is filling in. Welcome. Yeah, will Art be reporting back from the Thanks for joining podcast? us. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say yes. He'll be reporting back. He should be back next week, but then I'll be gone, so you might fill in for me. I'm here. I'm local. <laughs> yeah. All right. Art's good. I Very mean, reasonable Art. rates. Warren's going to Hawaii. Oh, nice, dude. Art's in Santa Barbara. Yeah, it's it's all happening. Vacation season. Yeah. Yeah. Spring break and going to a wedding. But, uh, you know, it's all good. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot to talk about, I think. Like what? Morning Motors. Mm-hmm. Um, beef jerky. Your new car. Oh yeah, my new car, mm. pork jerky. Uh huh. Um, we already Mighty, talked about the Mighty Max. I know, but I feel like I know what the listeners want. Yeah, jerky talk. Jerky talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Nick, of course, we have to catch up on uh, you know how you came to be. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that's a long story. Where do we start? He's already off the mic. I'm not sure. I know. Uh, I'm, I'm off sure the mic already. I was distracted yeah. by this jerky. Yeah, the mic's yeah. not centered. I feel like it's like not. You guys really, gave he doesn't me have like, a position. You guys yeah, gave me a bunch of jerky, and now I'm sort of looking at it, uh-huh. contemplating my next bite. Yeah, he's that guy you're like following in the car that is like making a right hand turn, so he just like looks completely to the right. You know? <laughs> sure. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll get to that stuff later. But right now, we have questions. All right. Take it easy. Let's, Let's do, do this. it. Can't. I can't sort the questions. Thank you, Instagram. Oh, it's Instagram. Not, not happening. Hey, you know what? They're always surprising us, though. It's good, right? <laughs> Keeping us on our, keep, on yeah, our toes. On your toes. Yeah, exactly. I'm never going to get comfortable with it just because of that. Oh, so random. Colin Hill just texted me. What a guy. Creepy. Oh, he texted you, too. Yeah. I better turn that down. Um, what's up, Colin, if you're listening? Uh, All right. Questions. Um. Alan Smithy says, no questions. Ah, we're off to a bad start. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Questions only, folks. (laughs) No questions. Just a great big thanks for last week's Morning Motors. I finally shamed a group of my fellow Corvair owners out to attend, and they were impressed with the variety, organization, and friendliness. Big shout out to Mimosa Man for bringing the juice. Thanks again for another great one, and good time, son. So that's Ben Roger. Yeah, thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Um... 
I will say uh, people were asking for just juice. Uh, that is not allowed at oh, a Costa bar. Yeah, that's not cool. The molasses are complimentary. The juice costs by itself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Ben was obliging this uh, juice request, and I was very confused about that. But uh, anyways, yeah, thank you, Ben. For Orange your... juice is not cheap. No, it isn't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and just for the listeners, Ben drives out from Lodi, so it's like two and a half hours in the morning to yeah. get to yeah, our morning motors. Yeah, he's a trooper. Definite trooper. So thank you. And uh, thanks for bringing the Corvairs out, Alan. Uh, four I Corvairs. I admiring those Corvairs, four? yeah. Oh, I, I thought there's only three. Three Corvairs and then a Corvair ramp side pickup. Oh, good call. Yeah. Oh, I, missed the, I missed the ramp side. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, blue. Very cool. It was cool. That green one was nice. That, yeah, I was admiring the green one. Yep. Very cool. They were all nice. I the, like a Corvair. Yeah, I do too. I wonder what happened to those things. Um, Bobby Reed says, what's your favorite Jujaro designed production car? Uh, uh, that's a good mm. question. It's really uh, hard. Uh, I like, I like GTVs a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how could you not want a GTV? GTVs are pretty. And then, but when you think Jujaro, you think boxy wedge yeah. shaped, right? So S1 Esprit is pretty rad. Gen 1 Chiraco. Um, did he do the GTI Mark II? Yeah, he did do the Mark Mark, Mark II. II. He did the Mark one, Mark, Mark one. one GTI. Yeah, I mean those are they're all rad. DeLorean. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's I, tough to go against a GTV, right? It is, but it's so not his signature that I, th- I think it. I I want to say something like. Uh, I think the GTI, the first GTI, like Mark One GTI, is just like so pure, really perfect at, at, for what it is, and it's so uh, inspired so many that came after it, right? Mm-hmm. More of a Isuzu Impulse guy, I have to say. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Off to, to a bad Shout start. Shout out to our friend Paul at Auto Kennel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. No, that's that's totally acceptable answer. Um, it didn't get its points back in the day, but mm-hmm. it's getting its flowers now, right? Uh, seriously, probably. Like, it's probably the next big thing. <laughs> it oh, could be the next stop. big thing. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to to argue with the the Volkswagens in terms of like impact, so, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It is hard. Scirocco. So solid. Yep. Moving on. What about uh, favorite Jajaro designed tires? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely the Vres. One choice. Definitely. Yeah. Um, How about the watches? Uh, the Seiko's pretty good. Oh, it's pretty good. By the way, those tires aren't coming back. They're done. I, I just looked on Tire Rack today and they are not offering them. That's sad. Which is so man. weird. It's really sad. They make those sprints now. Sprint classics, but sprint. those are for older cars, right? I know. You might need to. Hmm. Unmount those tires. Collectible now. Oh, no. I got to keep rocking them because there's no other choices. Yeah. It's that or a Zenus. Mm. A Zenny's. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. It's okay. Um, oh, Fuchs 911 says Magnus has his own show. Mm. Matt and Jason. Oh. Wait, what? Magnus has his own show. I think he's saying Matt and Jason do as well, but Matt doesn't anymore. No. Jason has like two or three shows. Jason has Magnus is, you know, let's see about, you know, no one likes that show. And, uh, yeah, anyways, go on. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes over here. If Haggerty approached you and asked for a pitch for a show, what would be the premise and who would you, who would do what? Sorry, can't read tonight. Um, 
Well, Lane already has his show. Yeah, I already have my show picked out. I've been trying to get it off the ground for <laughs> 25 years. Yeah. And it just it has not stuck. No one's come after me looking for, hey, Lane, let's go do that show. You want to do something? Why don't you describe it? Maybe someone listening right now will pick it up. My show, it's a show I created in high school. <laughs> yeah, it's a simple show, but uh, it's taking, say, con- like, uh, Let's say a, a car that is very close, a new car and an old car. So let's say a 944 and a BRZ. Those are very close in concept. You know, two-wheel drive, sports car, kind of hatchback, low-slung things. Um, you're taking the the new one. You're you're set. You're you know you're doing skid pad handling, all that stuff. Then you're taking the 944. And you're matching the nine. You're doing the same thing, but with modern rubber, and maybe some sh- and modern shocks. Let's say, and then you're comparing that also to its road and track. You know, its road and track car and driver test in 1986. So, when cars had a skid pad of like it was like amazing to have a skid pad of like 0.8 three or something you know or 0.86 was like insane and then i uh, my theory is that now like an i-44 or an e30 let's say would push pretty crazy crazy numbers just because of tire technology and like you know some decent shocks right you don't want to take a clapped out car obviously but um yeah so it's kind of showing it's basically just showing how far tires are going. So let's get those tire sponsors so on, it's a, it's on board. It's a tire specific show. I mean, kind of. Yeah, it's a ha- it's a handling show. It's a handling show, and it's just showing like what tires have done to cars. It's kind of it's more highlighting that my theory is that cars like the handling hasn't got hasn't like moved that far forward, but tire technology has. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it's like one season of a th- of a thing. Yeah. But I think it, I just think it would be a it'd be cool. a cool test. You know, you take like ten or twelve episodes and you have the iconic cars of each you know yeah. year or something, and then uh, compare the historical data. Yeah. And come with the new stuff and yeah. hit us up, Michelin. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we have all sorts. All of PS4 episodes. S's. Yeah. Or PS5 S's. Is that a thing? I had a, a road trip show where you'd buy a car here and then road trip it up to Alaska and sell it. Um, oh, that's cool. And then fly home. Uh, that was one idea. The other one I had was uh, when we were developing Raptor Because Alaska set. wants all, they want to sell, the, they want the cars. Mm-hmm. Well, I just figured there's a lot you of rusty like cars there. just like stuck in Anchorage yeah. for a month and it would be a, a car. And it'd be a fun adventure. It's a, like a really long drive and it's kind of rugged and, you know. That would definitely be Bordani. Bordani would be cool, yeah. It would be, there's this... Um, God damn it. There's a motorcycle show on YouTube. It's two guys. It's well-known. Revzilla? I think that's what it is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah they do and a bunch of they do great stuff. They're very fun to watch. And um, they took like trail 90s or a trail. To Mexico? Up to the Arctic Circle. Oh, um, okay. And it was crazy. You know, it took forever, but um, they did it. And it's very well done. So something like that would be fun. Um, I always picture getting like a Cadillac or something with your buddies and piling in and going on this big adventure and mm-hmm. um sounds fun um the other one when we were developing rad for sale i had this idea for this like rad zone show which would be uh essentially like the nfl network has the red zone uh channel and it shows you all the games that are uh 
currently in the red yeah, zone. Yeah, it's like highlights, right? It's basically yeah. you b- bounce from game to game yeah. all, all Sunday, and you get to see all the scoring plays, um, or you, or hopefully you do. Yeah. And I would do the same thing, but with all the auctions going on. So it'd be we would bounce around from all the platforms. I mean, Rad for Sale, Bring a Trailer, Cars and Bids, whatever, and you would go to like, okay, now this auction's ending. Let's go let's go check this one out. And you'd, you'd like have a little, you know, uh, a narration. That's a funny thing coming from you because you were the guy that's like, it's not fun watching an auction end. Do you but remember that? I'm, classically? I, well, no, I'm, I'm the one who's that? like, people are going, oh my God, another bid. It's like, yeah, it's a bid. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, the yeah. people who are like blown away that cars were actually getting like, where where the next bid comes to like their heads like i can't take this anymore <laughs> oh my gosh like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 but um yeah. anyways i thought it would add some more like um a real life experience to it because live auctions are fun for mm-hmm. that reason you're watching this crowd and people getting fired up and yeah. that's that's something but being by yourself on your computer is different you know but, you just follow you go now we're in johnny's bedroom he's watching the this like yeah. 89 accord being so, hey johnny what do you think oh i'm just my head's blowing off my, yeah. uh, I, I can't handle it this, can't there, there's so many bids guys someone bid again <laughs> yeah how about you nick what do you got um and talking know, to the mic for us mine is pretty low effort i feel like it could be executed on a shoestring budget ice I, cube <laughs> I think I heard ice skating. Executed. Oh, ice skating. Um, I think you, uh, you. It's more of a. It's not really a show. It's more of a live feed webcam of Westcliff car spotting. The <laughs> finest car spotting in the world. Dude, let's do this. Sponsored by Haggerty. Let's do this. Uh, you so can just good. log in anytime and see what might That's be. Good. Westphalia's Warren's director. He's like, we need some more cars. <laughs> Get them in there. Get those cars out there, guys. Be an easy one to produce. I mean, you have like three s- cameras, uh, maybe a drone. Uh huh. That's it. Yeah, you just keep sending around in circles. <laughs> but then what would happen is um, it's like a field of dreams situation where if you build that, people will come. Oh, oh you're yeah. right. We'll just have traffic jams at Westcliff. People will be driving past. But it'll be camera. all the cool cars, which I won't mind, you know. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. Wow. Then it really would. There'd be no doubt about it being the best car spotting. We would create a classic car parade yeah. essentially every day. Yep. Yep. It's dreams. Dreams. Uh, Monty E30 Guru says... Taking a nonstop three-hour road trip, your radio gets stuck with one song on repeat. Can't turn it off or lower it, except for phone calls. Uh, radio or Bluetooth, not an option. What song would be okay? Oh, man. <laughs> Three hours? I don't think any song. Uh, no. Any song is getting horrible. But would you want a long song so at least it doesn't uh, a long keep song. starting? You want the longest song possible, right? I don't know. I'm not sure about that. What, like Crazy Game of Poker? <laughs> like, isn't there like a NoFX <laughs> album with an 18-minute long song? Yeah, yeah, The Decline. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, you know, some like long Pink Floyd songs and stuff. Echoes, maybe. Uh, yeah, I, no. I don't I know. I mean, that's, those songs are already too long. I when know, you but listen you, like, you want to start over? song's too long. But, okay, but you want to start over every fucking two minutes? Yeah. I've actually been in this scenario because my daughter is two. And oh, she yeah. She's fixated on certain songs. And so we've done some long drives with her where we've played the same song for many hours. Oh, I don't do mm-hmm. I don't play that game. I've been in that radio gets broken it's, it's pretty a, quick. It's appeasement mode. I've been in the hey, let's watch Wizard of Oz three times in a yeah. row. Yeah. If the alternative is listening to the same song versus screaming, <laughs> the same song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think there's a good answer. For yeah, I don't song. think there's a there's not a song on earth, right? What about 
Bye bye, Miss America. That song bye. is long that's as long hell. As fuck. That's the DJ takes a shit song. Yes, I know. <laughs> On the radio station, he's like, "How I, long I is it? Go. Eight minutes? It's got to be seven minutes." Yeah, um, but it's fucking annoying. Yeah, it is annoying. It's good, maybe once in a while. Uh, but if I went the rest of my life without hearing it again, fine with that. Drum a Chevy to the levee. Levee is dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I don't, I don't. There's not a good answer here. We didn't start the fire. At least you're learning stuff. Oh, that's true. You're learning about like you know states or countries or what are you learning about Con- history, like, towns, history, cities, history. So Tokyo, history, and it's chronological. Yeah, uh-huh. which is cool. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm right. down, dude. All right, maybe a little piano man. See, I like that, but man, it's three hours. Three hours yeah. of piano man might. It might ruin it for you. Might make you crazy. There's a great John Mulaney bit about how he went to some diner with a jukebox and he played the same Tom Jones song like six times in a yes, row. Yes, that's what I was thinking. And of, people uh, went insane. Uh, what is it? What's up, Pussycat? Yeah, what's up, Pussycat? Yeah. There was that podcast where they watched the same movie. It was like the whole oh, year. Yeah. They watched the movie just over and over and, and every then talked about it and then talked about it every week. They watch the same movie. Was it any and good? And talk about it every week. Was the podcast any good? I never listened. How many episodes did the podcast that they do? They did every year was a new season. Like uh, I didn't a know new, how a new I movie. I don't. I mean, a new movie, and I don't know how many episodes it went on. I think it was something like thirty. Wow, that's insane. And by the end, because I, I heard him talk about it on something, and he said they were basically like going crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's a form of torturing. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, ben Roger says, what would your ideal garage setup be? Lifts uh, to do your own work, beer fridges, TVs. How many spots are necessary? All of the above. What are spots? Car car spots? Car. Oh, how many car spots? Like 100? He said ideal, like, right? Like realistically, at least like 12. Ideal. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's a good one. I think eight would be yeah, probably. Eight to I'm going to say seven. <laughs> two, uh, two lifts. And uh, a sort of lounge area. Lounge for perhaps. sure. Yeah, yeah. Leather couches, lounge. some beer fridge. Mm-hmm. Beer fridges. And then a mezzanine. Yeah. Projector, perhaps. Yeah, like a dance studio films. area. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Disco ball. We're not doing that. How about some a dartboard or something? Kind of fun. Let's not throw darts at cars. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we don't get we can't get Ollie on this podcast because he would want to add, you know. Ice skating rink and a crushed ice machine and uh, a billiard table. Um, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but as far as like um, lifts to do your own work, yeah, for sure. Two and two so, lifts is ideal because yeah. you have you have like a one that could be a long term project on one lift, then yep. you have another one that's kind of yeah, always free. Two basically like one for storage mm-hmm. or putting a, a project in the air that's going to take a while, and another yep. for kind of quick quick service stuff. Um, you know, the, the scissor lifts are a great option if you're doing like a, a, a clean build and you can recess it into the garage floor. Those are pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Bend Pack has some, because I've been shopping for lifts, They actually a, a bunch of companies are now doing uh, like low height but high lift, um, like designed for residential garage. Yeah, the lifts. ones that wheel around kind of? Uh, or fixed ones, but the, the posts are fairly low and they go up oh. to like 68 inches, but they're designed, there's a couple of different models that are designed for like 10 foot and 13 foot ceilings. Mm. Cause that used to be a real problem for yeah, home, yeah. home garage lifts. Yeah. You used to have to like punch into mm-hmm. the drywall or something mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's cool. 
Yeah, those scissor um, lifts have gotten really nice. Yeah, especially if you've got like a Porsche or something, you really don't need to just get under the back of it. You know? Right, yeah. right. Or if you're just doing, you know, wheels, tires, mm-hmm. brakes, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, mm-hmm. it's nice to just be able to put it in the air quickly and then, yeah, no construction needed to mount it and all that. So yeah. kind of have a real lift and one of those would be cool. Um, but yeah, I think also one of these things with like ideal garage setups is if you're going to do work in it, you don't need it to be super nice. Like it should be more industrial rather than man cave. Yeah. I mean, I think given the space, you can chop that up into zones. I think so too. You get like a clean assembly area. You get like a dirty work area. Here's the thing. Why wouldn't you want it? Hangout area. You're not, it's not like a commercial garage. No, but it's inevitably going to get dirty, especially if it's like getting, you know, coolant splattered and fucking. Yeah. But if it's really nice, it's easy. If you make it nice and it's easy to clean up too. Well, I think the different zones is important. Otherwise you're not going to really seriously work in there and, um, get dirty. Yeah, I don't want to seriously in work the work anyways. zone. Well, you yeah, probably that's... should paint the walls a dark color. Yeah, exactly. Maybe not studio white. Exactly. That sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. But I think sealing the floors goes a super long way. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, stuff like Epoxy that. floors and stuff. Yeah, but don't mm-hmm. make them slippery. All that stuff. You know, that could be a show right there. It really could. The sweet custom garage show. It really could. They made that show before. I'm sure they did. Uh, Richard Chen says, Nick. I use an older Krupp's Whirly Blade Grinder for mm, shame. Mm, yeah, it's not great. Please Richard. point us all to a modestly priced home grinder, a, compa- a compact one that we can stash into a cupboard between use. Okay, so that's a little tricky because a good grinder has pretty large burrs. and They're like heavy, they right? They tend to be big. So and like they're expensive. The one, the one that I recommend to people is... Um, or from a, a company called Baratza. I, I believe it's called the Encore. And it's like, I think 180 bucks, but it's a, uh, you know, I think they're, they're like 25 mil burrs, conical burrs that do a nice consistent grind. But the thing is, you know, it's a foot tall oh, and wow. it's a, it's a kind of a beast. Um, if you want to move a little up market, a uh, fellow makes a, a really nice grinder. that's a little more compact. It's uh, it also looks nicer on the counter. If you want to leave your stuff out, um, and good What's quality, it? but it's like 300 bucks, 300 bucks. Yeah. Eh, I mean, it's something you use every day. Yeah. It'll, it'll definitely get the job done. And I think beyond that, you really like don't need to spend more than that unless you're doing espresso at home. I think for a lot of you, that's right. hard though, because I, yeah. like your little crappy, really bird. That's all I grinder like 20 bucks, yeah. 12 to 20 yeah. bucks. Yeah. 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 You really do. Like if you're making fancy coffee at home, you kind of do have to invest in the equipment to get the job done. Right. But like, Coffee's like a lot of things. Like you get like seventy percent of the way there with a you know pretty pretty simple equipment. And another option, if you really want to get a good grind and you don't want to spend a lot of money, there's a ton of different um, uh, nice quality hand grinders available yep. on the market. So and those are cheap. If you don't I mind grinding your coffee by hand yeah. every morning, that's uh, yeah for less than and it would taste way better bucks. if you hand grind it. Uh, yeah, you know, you got to work for it. Mellow grind. Yeah, yeah, it, it uh, um, builds character. If you did a taste test, if I use my fucking Whirly Gig, Black Whirly, and Decker, Whirly Bird, Whirly Bird yeah. versus your Krups, mm-hmm. or no, no, it was a fellow, would you taste the difference? So a more consistent grind is going to eliminate... Um, Bitterness, right? Bitterness, yeah, yeah, predominantly. So basically, like, if you have a wide variety of, of particle sizes, yeah. like, some of it's going to get over-extracted, some of it's going to under-extracted. And so, like, if we did that back-to-back, wow. you, if you could discern the difference, you would likely discern that the, the budget grinder makes a, a, a little bit more astringent cup of coffee. Okay. 
It's not as smooth, Warren. Yeah, yeah no, that's what I'm asking. I know you're smooth. We gotta get, you guys got to get Chris Baca in here next. We have. We had him on here yeah, before. Oh, we that's talked right. about yeah, this yeah, subject. Been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. SV Expert says, Nick, what's your favorite car and the coffee pairing that matches that car? Oh, man, this is, wow. this is, this is a interesting one. Wow. Oh, a cappuccino with a cappuccino. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, Doesn't get much better than that. Man. So, like, favorite car is so hard. Like, do you guys have a favorite car? No. It's more like categories, right? Yeah. Like, within a genre. Yep. Um, but if you were going to put me on the spot, I guess I would say, uh, let's do something esoteric, like a BMW M1 and a, like, a Flat natural white. process... <laughs> Drip coffee, uh, uh, Central American in origin, maybe like Guatemala or Honduras. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what you were thinking. <laughs> Sounds perfect. Uh, I was thinking maybe like a pour over, but you know, same thing. Honduras. We were uh, on the same. Ever we since I had same. kids, I don't do the hipster pour over thing anymore. I can't like carve out the time. So I just like, that's another hack. I used to French press at work every day and I liked that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I just like a nice drip machine these days. I'll really get the job done for you and do just uh-huh. a single support. But, but I would do a single cup always, you know. And you like the French press? Is it the ritual of it? I thought it tasted really good and it was nice just for a single cup. Yeah. And we had hot water in the office. So you just do the hot, you know. It's it, definitely a different like quality, like different character to the cup in general because you've mm-hmm. got like a lot more solids in there. Yeah, it has a yeah. lot. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's a nuttier, I guess you would say. Or, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Ditto's dad says, why no spring Coastal Range Rally? Because we're on a spring what? Sierra Rally. Mm. Well, th- yeah. But what? we're doing June. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was thinking more of this time of year because we've done it historically around St. Patrick's Day. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blame it on COVID. Yeah, it's blame a supply it on COVID. chain issue. Um, but if you want to do one next year around St. Patrick's Day, that does happen to be my birthday. Oh. Birthday rally. Uh, that's good to know. But uh, we got backed up because we had a, a rally planned and COVID did not cooperate. So we pushed it till July, which was that last Sierra rally. It was hot as fuck and we never want to do that again. And then we had our next rally pushed. Instead of being in the fall, it was pushed to December. Yep. And it worked out great for weather and it was awesome, but that was risky. And then because of that... This spring rally is now in June. Change the whole cadence. But we're going to try to get back to it. I mean, we'd like to even do maybe three rallies in a year. So it's just finding the time. But uh, I think think Ditto's dad said he was interested in coming in June. So do you think adding rallies to the calendar would like, do you think the demand will just grow? Like you just have the same head count. Or do you think you would maybe have like lower? I think people pick and choose a little bit. Yeah. I think, and I think it's regional. So if we did one in a different area that maybe is underserved, mm. we might get that you know group of folks. But uh, yeah, there's lots of routes, and um, just a matter of finding the time, and figuring it all out. But Incidentally, I thought that the the. Uh, last summer's rally was very comfortable with my freshly replaced AC compressor. <laughs> did like like six hours before we left for the rally. Oh yeah, no, it was not comfortable. Everyone else was sweating. <laughs> yeah, I had the windows up. We'd pull up at stops, and I'd like roll down, and be like, "Hey, you guys, you guys are right." I like, think I actually what I wasn't that bad, and I think it was just because I was so thankful that it wasn't like it was the week before. Oh my! God. When the that other rally, that One Porsche time, rally happened. Yeah. And it was like 110 degrees wow. that week. And they were in the desert 
I mean, yeah. literally in the in the Southern California desert for most yeah. of that rally, and it looked horrible. Yeah. So yeah, I kept telling people that I'm like, it was like 15 degrees warmer last weekend. So be grateful. Yeah, be grateful. <laughs> you know, highs. It was like 95, 99. So, anyways, but uh, this next rally, June 10th through the 12th, if you haven't heard, um, Central Sierras is where we're going to be, and that's a rad time to be up there. Everything as you head up higher elevation. Everything is just barely coming into, you know, barely melting the snow. Right. We could have like, yeah, areas of snow for sure. Um, Water, there'll be water flowing, green grass, stuff like that. So that's kind of the time to do it for that zone. Um, It might be hot in transit to get there, but fingers crossed, um, A, we don't get a ton of late season snow and B, we don't have a crazy heat wave um, that week. So that's all we can do. But uh, I will say that the rally is limited to 70 people, not cars, persons, and uh, it will sell out. So Yeah, so it'll be a fairly small rally, probably the size of our last last one, right? Which is kind of perfect. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a good, it's it a good size. I've been on some of the bigger ones. It's great, too. But I think for you guys, more, it's logistically a little complex. Yeah, I think you were on our biggest yeah, ever, yeah. which was 2018. 2018. I want to say that was our biggest. 2018 Coastal Range. 120 people, yeah. I believe. And when that happens, what is inevitable is everyone breaks off into groups. And there's the fast car group. There's the really slow car group. There's a bunch of groups in between. And they kind of stick to those groups. So it doesn't feel as cohesive. With 70, you get maybe yeah. like there's like two groups. But... Everyone's joining up together and also stuff. Also, a, so. a challenge for you guys finding like venues and hotels and stuff. That's right, number one. That's always the reason that we, that's the reason we're keeping it to 70, yeah, 70 sure. this time. And that's the reason we only accept 120 that one time. And yeah. it's always the reason. Yeah, it would be it would be fun to try one that's just huge, like um, Descend on Bend or something where you just have unlimited people or like a Got gambler like a, thing. But like a, I just don't think it'd be as fun. Yeah. Be like a critical mass. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I hope to get back to like a true spring rally and, and uh, yeah, that would be the, the goal. And um, But COVID definitely kind of threw our schedule off. So that's all I can say. Uh, Auto Kennel says, Nick, is the Volkswagen 337 as good as I remember? Hashtag the one I wish I kept. It is so good. Although like mine might be up for sale soon. I'm really bad at selling cars, so maybe not. But uh, yeah, I, it's a great car. Like every time I take it out and especially do driving events with like so many different, such a, an assortment of vehicles, I'm always impressed by just like it just hangs. Like you can run with the fast guys pretty easily and the car is just like effortless to drive. Pretty fun. Like the the Mark IV um, was, I think, derided for a while by Volkswagen enthusiasts because it was bigger and kind of represented VW going in like the direction of, of kind of making a car that was, I had broader appeal. Right. But a little more posh. Yeah. A little bit nicer in the interior, a little bit larger proportions. Um, but like in retrospect, you know, like now 20 years later, like it, it seems like the right size, like 29, 50 pounds or something. Mm. And my particular one has the boost turned up. So it's like pretty, pretty capable. Yeah. Is it a 1.8 T? 1.8 yeah. yeah. And, uh, and it's front wheel drive. It's not front wheel drive. Yeah. And then that particular car is basically a 20th anniversary spec, um, but with a slick top. So all of the, uh, TT225 running gear, the bigger axles and the six speed and Got it. yada, yada. Got so it. yeah, kind of like a final edition for the Mark four and good, great. I, it, seats I think it's great. And, yeah, yeah. Mine's, um, 
going in uh, hopefully in the next week or two to get some touch-up paint and some, like, needs a little love. Uh, mm. Bumpers resprayed, stuff like that. Yeah, and some of the plastic surfaces, like the paint's yeah, kind of basically blasted. Um, you know? Especially because mine's been hanging outside for a little while. But, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it'll get all cleaned up and then parked in the new spot and figure out what to do with it. Yeah. Accepting offers, Paul. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Joe Polo 68 says, as you both know, I have a rad wife, but even Sabrina complains sometimes when taking trips in the older cars. What's something you get complaints from your wives when riding in your older cars? Could be an amenity they wish they had or just a pet peeve, like smelling like exhaust when they get out. Ha 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 <laughs> trademark. <laughs> um, let's see. Pet peeve. I don't know. I mean, the only car that we really drive far distances in is the Vanagon and it's the same pet peeves I have. So it's, I don't feel like it's her pet peeves. She's been on a rally on the E30 before. Yeah. Our very first rally. Yeah. Um, was there anything? Not really. She trusts me as a driver for the most part, um, which is key. And then the Vanagon, it's all the stuff that we, we both don't like. It's loud. Yeah. Um, that's probably the main thing. It's hard to like, you have to like yell back to Andrew in, in the back yeah, seat yeah. stuff. Um, but yeah, there's not too much else. What about you guys? I don't know. Heidi's never complained you, about anything. You've done rallies with Heidi, though. Yeah, like four or something. Yeah, and she's a trooper. She's fine. She's not scared? No, she just like... Closes she, her eyes and cries or what? She like doesn't seem to get good sleep when we go on rallies, and I think she just gets tired when she's in the car, so... It's kind of like, like sleepy. Not, yeah, she's like sleepy all That's the time. That's like uh, Will, uh, Dusty Snowman, his wife Sarah, like uh -huh. takes naps. Like when That's what my wife was doing. Like and we like stopped on the for, rally? Like we stopped for regroups and she's in there with a pillow. Like, and my wife at, was wow, doing the same thing. Passed out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if mine would necessarily sleep through. Well, no, no. It was like when we regroup. No, it's when we oh. stop. Like, yeah. We'd have a little hangout. Or like transit section or something. Yeah, I look over yeah, on the highway and she's yeah. like. I can imagine like like doing like a mountain pass and she's like sleeping. But getting <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just put a Hans device on and <laughs> pass out. Um, yeah, but no real complaints. Like but, I feel like I have more complaints like where I'm like, oh, God, it smells like gas right now. Right. And, you know. and then, Nick, you took your lady on our last year. <laughs> pregnant. Rally. I did. She very was pregnant. very pregnant. Yeah, uh, that, that rally, which is. Why it was critical that I had AC? I yeah. would have taken the uh, my oh, God. my E55. I was W210 already super it, impressed. If, if even with it, even with fixed. AC, like yeah. that's a big ass. But Sarah was pregnant when she came on our rally, so yeah, she was. I think she was five or six months pregnant at the time. So yeah, she's a trooper. Um, in terms of amenities, like she doesn't. Uh, I think in dailies, she definitely wants like heated seats and that kind of thing. But in the rally car, I think as long as it's like air conditioning, air conditioning, and fairly quiet. Like the GTI is a bit loud. Yeah. That's a bit of, but she's she's a good sport. I yeah. could see rough suspension getting pretty old for yeah. for the ladies. When I was younger, um, I had a um some cars with some overly stiff yeah. coilovers and stuff on them and she she never really enjoyed that. But we didn't do driving events like that. I mean, you literally wouldn't take a car like that on one of these rallies. Like Right. They don't work. Knowing better, yeah. <laughs> they don't work. They work yeah. in Florida. But and no. I would complain about it a lot, too, yeah. if I did. Like, why did I not put yeah, softer exactly. springs on this thing? You'd be complaining more than her, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Tom Neal, 831, says, Santa Cruz Roasters or Verve? I'm not a huge fan of Verve, and I've always loved Santa Cruz Roasting Company, so 
Steve Smooth. I just uh, don't want to throw shade at any of our local coffee companies. I'm not throwing shade, but I'm just saying if I... Yeah, Verve kind of sucks. (laughs) I'm going to support... Cat and Cloud. Cat and Cloud for the win. Um, (laughs) Option three. Um, Yeah. I'm a San Cruz Roasters guy. Uh, Between the two, I would actually have to say Verve. I'm anti... um, 11th hour now, too, because they don't respond to me on Instagram. Ooh. Yeah. Airing out grievances. Literally, just like they see messages. I see they see them. They don't get back to us. That's not cool. Um, We got to say apologies for Alta. Our coffee spot for Morning Motors was closed again because of staffing issues. So we are trying. But uh, if anyone has a coffee cart (laughs) and listens to the podcast in the Santa Cruz, Monterey Bay area, come on out. Uh, we'll guarantee it's worth your while and that would be great also a breakfast burrito truck roach coach whatever holler do both of those we need it that would be we need it by the way props to peter c came clutch with cat and cloud breakfast burritos at the last morning motors we just need to talk to chris and be like chris can you do a cart for us man they take way too long They'd no, they'd have to. They'd, pre- they'd have to pre- pre-roll the burritos. Yeah, they'd have to make them the night before. Yeah, yeah. that would be great if they just kept them in a, in a steamer or whatever to keep mm-hmm. them warm. Mm-hmm. And amazing. Grab those things every morning. Oh, they're so good. Yeah, that's a that's a disappointment. But Peter anyways. C also added avocado, like a true baller. Mm-hmm. I didn't, yeah, that's great. I might. Yeah. Have, I don't think my. He's like, I can only imagine. What if I didn't? You guys would be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. I didn't yeah. realize that was Peter that brought those. I thought that was Ben as well. Thank you, Peter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. Peter C, the yeah. P1, as we like to call him. Mm. Peter C, I mean, yeah, that takes us, uh, that was the end of the questions. But um, thanks to Pete C, I have a new car, a uh, new project. Oh, yeah, oh, you yeah. got a car and yeah. a breakfast burrito. Double thanks. I paid for the, I paid money, big money for the breakfast burrito, but I got an M3 for free. Oh, that's <laughs> that's what they say, <laughs> right? But does, does it have avocados in it? No. Oh, I could add them. Though. Yeah, we could add that. Yeah. <laughs> they have two cup, two cup holders oh, in this car. Oh, okay. Two. Oh, nice. Isn't that wild? Living large. I yeah. know. Are they unbroken? Yeah, yeah they don't fit many awesome. things though. Not really. I've noticed that with mine. Pretty uh, small. I mean, yeah. it's just for like a can. Yeah, because I have you know your tr- like your normal like the rally mugs we have the coffee cups. Not they happening. don't fit. Yeah, no like I, I've tried to make it fit, and then it that does like not work. Normal well. like twelve ounce can. Yeah, that's kind of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No big gulps. Just beer. Yeah. Just beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I actually would just wear my beer helmet. You know, I believe uh, beers. passengers yeah. can can drink in cars in Germany, no. right? In Germany? I believe so. Oh. I don't know. I mean, I guess you could drink at sixteen or whatever the legal drinking age is there, right? Yeah. Or is it eighteen? I can't remember. They don't care. It's an age. It's an age. Yep. That's what I always say. Speaking of, there's a big old party in the parking lot here just now. Yeah, real rager. Yeah, yeah, we're here in the evening at the old Wrigley building, and uh, it's an industrial kind of part of town, and these kids are out there blasting music and having a good old time. And they're monster trucks. Yeah, they got trucks, probably in the FAA. Yeah. Oh, FFA. FFA. (laughs) Not the Farmers of America. They're not pilots or whatever. (laughs) And what's the other? 4-H. They're probably 4-H. I saw some bunny rabbits running running around. Yeah. Um, So you got a new car. Got a new car. You didn't talk about it on the last podcast, let's, right? Let's, so the last podcast. You're all hush, hush about it. The last podcast we recorded on a Monday, and Tuesday I was going to actually go up and okay. pay for it, and the deal was going to get done. But it's been a lot of like back and forth, so I can start from the beginning and give you kind of the cliff notes. But long story short, Pete C uh, throws out on our Instagram. We have an Instagram like 
group chat going for random stuff. Rally nerd rabbit hole. Sure. Yep. <laughs> That's what and, it's called. Yeah. And uh, anyways, he throws out something along the lines of my friend has an E36 M3. She doesn't know what it's worth and she's selling it. Anyone interested? I'm busy as hell. I, I'm leaving for Florida like the next day. I have no bandwidth to do anything about it. Um, but our friend Naveed popped up and said, yes, I'm interested. And so I'm like, all right, he's probably going to buy it. And I told Pete, I was like, you know, let me know if anything falls through. Um, but it doesn't sound likely. So I went to Florida, like I think two weeks passed by. And then I get a text from Pete and the owner saying, Hey, this guy's interested. You want to go check it out? And, uh, so I'm like, great. I'll come up and see it. Um, and it felt like a job interview <laughs> or like a first date or something. Um, because she was all about having it go to a good home. She kept saying that. And I'm like, okay, well, I really like the car. And it's not just it's not just an M3. I haven't really been looking for E36 M3s, but um, I recently was looking at E46 M3s because for the price, like, you can get a pretty dialed E46 M3 for 25 grand. Yeah. Which, like, is so painful to me because I've watched them for a long time, and it, that's a... That 10, number 10, used to be 15 it's or 10K yeah. up from like right. 18 months yeah. ago. But yeah. like a really, it's still, still a decent value. Like a really dialed. So let's, we can, well, I'll go back to the story of this car, but just value wise, a nice E30, not M3, a nice 325 IS is what? 15, 15. to 20 grand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right? Approaching that number. 15 to $20,000. A nice E36 M3 is like 20. Mm-hmm. That the, that comparison makes no sense to me. I mean, mm-hmm. I know they're they're different cars, and the E30 is like, I guess more raw it's and just developed such old. a cult. It's such a cult following. So I think the value in E30s is is strange to me, and I own one. But and then the E30 M3 thing is like wacky, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, think the I mean, it's all it's all, bit, but they're all. I think no, a decent, I, I think a decent one's at least sixty five. Yeah, and then yeah. really good ones are 190, 100, 120, 120. 150. Yeah, uh, but that's all the supply and demand, dude. Absolutely, but I'm saying for my value, like, yeah, 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 for a base, yeah. for you as like a yeah, driver, yeah. it's hard to justify, but it makes sense. I mean, a lot of these things make sense, right? Right, and so then you look at an E36 M3, <laughs> the value I think is like through the roof essentially compared to those other sure cars it does seem like a like a soft spot in the market right now a little bit it, it does and and so i was thinking e46 because i wanted something a little more modern i wanted something that i could get in and drive it a lot without having to worry about it too much it's still a modern feeling car they're not as brittle in their construction uh, especially trim For and sure interior and all that suspension stuff. is though. well yeah yeah there's there's things every car has a flaw right radiators but, yeah but i just felt like it was a more like for 25 grand you can get a pretty dialed e46 whereas for 20 grand on an e36 m3 you're kind of getting a question mark like mm-hmm. there's going to be stuff it needs and it could be big stuff too like sure all the cooling system all the door yeah. panels the, you know all that stuff just starts falling apart um so I was kind of looking more E46. Then this car f- basically fell on our laps, you know, yeah. and it was offered to the group. I didn't think I'd have a chance to buy it. Um, and then when I went up and talked to her, she still said she had other people looking at it. She wasn't sure what it was worth. And I gave her an honest answer. I'm like, it's between these two amounts. If you do all the cosmetic work, it's at the high end. Yeah. If you don't do anything, it's at the low end. Like, I don't know what you want to do. And she's definitely not a car person. She likes the car. It's, it's her her dad bought it brand new, 
gave it to her a few years ago and she's been kind of just using it as a fun car. Um, so that meeting went well, but I didn't think anything was really going to happen. Days go by. I mean, like five days go by and I haven't heard anything and I didn't really want to push, you know, I was like, eh, yeah, if it's meant to be, it is or whatever. Yeah. You don't want to be like that, that, yeah, you don't. No. That's kind of a weird position to be in, too. Like, it is weird. I know a lot of people, have, like my brother did that when he bought his 911, the SC, kind of like where you're very, you're like, hey, how's it going? Oh, how's your how's your wife doing? You know, like, I know you have to like kiss a lot yeah, of ass on and the stuff. Seller, but yeah, there's definitely, um, there's definitely, and because scenarios. it's like they're doing you a favor and mm-hmm. selling it to you. Mm-hmm. And that's a weird position to be in, dude. I just don't like it. It was weird. And, and then I get a text, you know, out of the blue and it said, Hey, um, I want you to, I want the car to go to you if you're interested. Uh-huh. So I was like, Yes, I'm interested. Um, I feel like value wise, it was a fair deal. Um, overall for both buyer and seller you know if we were yeah it wasn't like you got i didn't get a screaming deal but i also didn't overpay and the the bottom line is it's it was here relatively local dog in the hand bird in the bush and hands are are holding the bird and they're talking to it yeah it's flying around but you can grab it yeah yeah um but uh it's it's a couple things it's a 95 e36 m3 in dakar yellow which is the Magazine cover car. Love it. Love the color. It's the first year the M3 was here in the States, E36. Um, and it's just kind of an iconic car. The car on black. Uh, one California owner, all original. It hasn't zero modifications, but it's been a little neglected. So, you know, all the seals are starting to rot away. This is exterior. Exterior like seals. Yeah. The paint yeah. is completely um, chalky and marked up. Uh, wheels are curb rashed, all the center caps are missing. You know, it's all that stuff. Like I'm sure they've kept it going and kept it up, but it hasn't been like a loved car, yeah. right? It's kind of just been sort of used. It's kind of like a non-enthusiast yeah. owned car. Right. But then on the flip side, non-enthusiasts usually bring that car to, like if there's something wrong, they're bringing it to get it fixed, right? Yep. yep. And for the last three or four years, it's been here in, in the Bay area in San Francisco and it's gone to the dealership only. And man, those guys are brutal. Yeah. <laughs> so it brutal. Blows my mind. Like his cars like that going and, to dealers. And we'll get to it shortly. I'm sure. I'm sure. But he just bought a nine nine six and the records are all dealers. Well, and it is just absolutely insane. Brutal. Right. Yeah. When you see what people spend on cars, yeah, like market value of the car for a service, right. For, for a repair order. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it's had a fresh, complete clutch job. Um, flywheel, rear main, everything from the dealer. Rad. Radiator, um, battery, uh, brake master cylinder. I mean, it's like been maintained and it's it's got services. But when she offered me the car, she said, and I'm so sorry, I told you we had all the records. We can't find them. So, Sucks. So mom's in LA. She just moved. They don't know where the records went. It, they might pop up in a box. Yeah. Maybe not, which is such a bummer because you're like, where's yeah. that fucking window sticker? And like all the stuff should yeah, just be in a folder. Yeah. yeah. Like, God damn it. So that that's a little bit of a bummer. And, and for me, I'm such like a nerd when it comes to records, like having run shops and stuff. And it's just every time you buy a car, you it's have to nice go to into go this Sherlock Holmes investigations to find out like all the little stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Luckily, when I look at the car now, it's so tight and and preserved and stock that I'm not worried, you know. I don't think it's been abused and rebuilt or anything like that. I'm I'm fairly certain. So that's the good news. Um and then I took it directly to Kevin. So I drove I drove up um 
AutoWorks Detailing. I was going to get to that. I drove to AutoWorks <laughs> Detailing uh, and uh, dropped off my Mercedes. I took an Uber from San Mateo to San Francisco, bought the car. Uh, as I'm buying the car, she's, she's filling out the paperwork um, on the hood. So she has like the title on the hood, you know. She's filling it and she has like a, a huge key ring with like 12 keys. On the hood. <laughs> on course, the hood. Obviously. <laughs> Not a <laughs> single thought of I shouldn't do this. It was like, that's yeah, where yeah, the keys yeah. go. Yeah, like, of course. Holy shit. Even if it wasn't my car that I was about to buy, I would have told her like, don't do that to your car. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like that's yeah. not good. So anyways, that gives you a little bit of a window into like. That's like the purse on the trunk, you know. Purse on the trunk. The, and then, and then yeah. you don't yeah. pick it up, you slide it off. Uh -huh. Or you kick the door closed, you yeah. know, with your, sh your dirty yeah. shoe and stuff. Like that's, I think, where things are at. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And she's definitely more of a type A person, I think. So it wasn't like just not how you think about a car. It's mm -hmm. an appliance. It's yeah. something like that. So bought the car, drove it straight uh, in like stop and go traffic um, on a hot day to AutoWorks. Dropped off with Kevin, got back in my Mercedes, drove home, picked it up the day before Morning Motors, and Kevin is a magician. I don't know what to say. He's so good. He's so good, and it's rad to not have to worry about, like you can just trust it, the whole process. It's like, do what you got to do. I, I'm stoked to see what happens. And I was pretty confident that it would clean up well. A lot yeah. of the marks and stuff, I could, you know, just rub it with your finger. And yeah, it had this one big line down the car. And you could tell it was like from being in a parking garage or something. And someone like had to walk by it and their their button on their pants like hit yeah, it. You know, the little like button a, on jeans. Like and it just left the... Yeah, and it just left the residue. It's like the metal hitting it, but it's not a scratch. Exactly. Right? I was thinking like the stroller in the garage trying mm -hmm. to get it like mm -hmm. through... Yeah. Um, just like a, some, some like fine like scuffs, like just lines down the side of the thing, and yeah, weird. And also a lot of like watermarks and uh, just weird. It's pretty oxidized. Pretty too. oxidized. Really oxidized. So Single I posted a picture yeah. on on my Instagram Viology if you want to check it out. But the before and after are unbelievable, and uh, it cleaned up better than I thought. I mean, when I got the car back from Kevin, I was like pretty blown away. Yeah. And it, the cool thing too is that. It's it's really all everything's super tight, like the switches and the doors and like and everything's all the VIN stickers and um, everything is looks brand new. It's really amazing. So super stoked on that. Um, couple things is she had a rear brake job done or or a parking brake job done at the dealer. Parking brake wasn't holding anymore, so they took the shoes apart. Parking brake shoes are mm -hmm. destroyed and all that stuff. So they do a full uh, parking brake uh, replacement. Right after that, the ABS light comes on. Mm. The notes from the dealers say that there's some circuit in the ABS that isn't right. Recommend replacing ABS hydraulic pump. Sick. So quoted twenty six hundred dollars. I don't. Yeah. They, basically, she declined. So it had to be a lot. I'm sure it was like five grand. Um, the good news is there's used units available for like 150 bucks, 200 bucks. Yeah. So I think that's a thing, but I, I kind of want to go back in there and see what they did to like make that happen. Yeah. I wonder if they right. knocked off the wheels, uh, speed sensor or it's possible. I have to look at it and see what's going on, but that's a bummer. So ABS light is on. Of course, uh -huh. OBD one. OBD yeah. one. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, and then uh, cosmetic wise, the front bumper has a pretty good rash on one side. And it's been straight. repainted, the bumper. It looks to be it has. painted. Yeah. yeah. It was shiny and the car was dull. Well, it's 
different paint. So when Kevin cleaned it up, I think he he said that it had clear on it. Or something. Yeah, it's I don't know. Well, it's plastic. I saw it was like it's cracked at all the corners and stuff. Yeah, the it looks like it's chipping been, off. Looks like, like it's it, been painted. It's definitely. Yeah. And the rear bumper has a little scratch on it. So there's that. And then one of the wheels has a bend. Uh, the right rear. Oh yeah. Do you feel it? No, I don't feel it, but um, it's it's visible. So are you gonna get them restored? Oh, it's, on the, it's on the exterior. Of so what I might do is just use that as a spare. And uh, spare is a good. It's the same wheel. Yeah. It's not uh -huh. a spare wheel. So I might just I rotate full, it in. Full oh, cool. spare in the car. Yeah, yeah, and it's a, that Forge Motorsport wheel. Nice. Are you uh, planning on getting the wheels restored though? I'd like to. Because you could also have it straightened easily. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to. Um, typically, Add it to the I, list. I've heard that forged wheels, you're not supposed to really uh, straighten them, but I don't know. I'll look into it. Mm. Um, the other thing, too, is that... Uh, um, what was I going to say? Uh, needs brakes and tires. So the tires are from 2014. Yeah, tires are ancient. That's, that's no big deal. Um, but the brakes, like the rotors, are huge grooves in them. So... Um, and I'm hoping the tires, when I drive it, it's got like a rotational noise. And I don't think it's a wheel bearing because it doesn't change under pressure. It's probably it's tires. tires. Yeah. So, so that's what my E36 has. Oh, really? It's yeah. more consistent, but uh, and it doesn't change with turns. And my guess is tires as well. But the tires, like the date, the date on the tires, they're only like less than they're like. Four or five years old. And if it's sat so not for a that while, old, though. but it could it's have just sat in one place. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I just sure. noticed it. Like, and if you move your head up towards the windshield, it's really boomy. Yeah. And then if you go in the back seat, like people in the back seat, it's really boomy, mm. but it's less mm. so like in the where I am in the cabin. Yeah, it feels like it's it's right front, but uh, it could be a wheel bearing or hub. Wheel yeah. bearings are a pain on E36s too. Usually yeah. they. Usually, it, you know, get noisier as you load it up. That's what I thought too. Yeah. And it's, it doesn't. So and you'll get like clicking know. even. Or, yeah, yeah, none of that. This is, and it goes away over, over like 35 miles an hour. But when you're low oh. speed, it kind of. get the thing up in the air, shake some wheels. Yeah, so that's another thing. Is I, I haven't gotten underneath it. Yeah. Um, I've done a couple little things to it, but like I haven't looked underneath. But so far, everything I can see looks pretty darn good. It um, looks great. It looks, yeah, it looks so good. So was, it's a good starting point. Oh, and then that, it needs a headliner. Headliner's was, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, and I see you already put wheel Such caps on it. Yeah. So oh, did uh, you get your center caps on? So as I picked, yeah. I dropped the car motors, off. I, had them. I dropped the car off and uh, I was telling Kevin, I'm like, ah, you know, I need to find center caps, but there's actually three different sizes available for the, that generation. And uh, I had to measure it at Kevin's because I was going to order some. He's like, hang on a second. And he went inside and he had four center caps that he had ordered that wouldn't work on his car. Oh, shoot. And he's like, try these. Nice. Perfect fit. Rad. Freebie. No. <laughs> Freebie. Yeah. So he like got all the old glue off because they're just a sticker, yeah. you know, emblem yeah. style. But um, yeah, he got all the old glue off and then I put those on. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But the goal is to keep it pretty much. It looks so much better. Oh, yeah. It looked oh my God. so yeah. trashy without yeah, the wheel yeah. caps. So bad. I know. And they were all missing. So you, I don't like, know how you long. You can see a little glue residue on there. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So uh, keep it OEM. Essentially, I mean, I might do like better brake pads or something like that. Yeah. But for the most part, try to like. Straight pipes. Keep. Yeah. 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 How's the suspension? Underglow. Suspension is serviceable. I could use it for a little while like this, but it will need suspension. Does it have okay. any records or recent replacement? Or? No, he doesn't know. I don't know. Records oh, right, are all lost. Right. And all the records? Well, well I only have the last stuff. four years. Yeah. Okay. So it's not really much of a help. But uh, there are Bilstein's in the back. I can't see the fronts. I mean, they're in the housings, but uh, they look old. Any sense of how many miles it had covered in that last four years? I think like 
10,000. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. How many that's miles good. are on the car? 130. 131. It's good. It's pretty low mileage for a 95. Yeah, and it's kind of the perfect mileage for me because I'm going to drive it. And sure. I could easily put 20,000 miles without really affecting value. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like 130 to 150 is the same it just depends on condition right we've so. had this conversation yeah off air but like for me i'm always looking at like higher mileage drivers like in good condition with with you know history because it's like you want to use the car i mean uh, interesting like I'm, I'm interested in maybe some collector grade stuff at some point i think we're kind of all getting to that place where maybe we'd like to have something really nice but but mostly you want to use the car right and yeah. so for for something like that it's like in my mind you're better off getting something over 100k that's had all the service done because a lot of these cars run into big stuff they need for 90 to 120,000 miles and then you get to use it yeah and this one's almost too nice like in some ways I'm well like, now it is yeah 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 but uh it still is totally usable but there's a an m E39 M5 that popped up in that same chat group and it's got 170,000 miles. But in my opinion, that might be the one to have rather than getting that mm -hmm. 70,000 mile one oh, where you have to do everything. Yeah, and this one, this one's probably had like Vanos done and or whatever it's cheap. It it's 20, 20 grand. Yeah, 21 grand. I mean, something. that's a lot of car for 20 grand and kind of is, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm stoked on it. I uh, brought it to Morning Motors. It was, yeah, people seem to like it. Yeah, you're parked front and center. One of the first people there. So I also wanted to kind of try to hide that bumper rash. So I kind of <laughs> put that in the bushes. Ah, but, uh, I see. Yeah. So I actually dropped by Kevin's and happened to see your car while he was like mid-process. Mm -hmm. And it, that was really cool because I, you know, was able to see the condition of the paint in areas that he hadn't gotten to yet. And one of the nice things about cars of that age, the single stage cleans up so nice. Yeah. And in a way, it's kind of good that the car hadn't really obviously had much detail or paint correction done because you had a lot of paint thickness left and he was able yeah, to that's true. cut it all down and it yeah, yeah. looked amazing. And I think it looked like a car that needed love when I bought it. So it's easier for the seller to be like, yeah, you know, just wanted to go to a good home and they're clearly not doing the work. So, and those are all the things that I'm fine with. I mean, it's one thing, like I, I can't do a car that's been poorly repainted dude or, it's rad original paint it's yeah. so big i mean glass like is all original yeah. it's like really clean yeah. there's no pitting on the windshield like it's the fun stuff it's like those door seals get all cracked like yours yeah. has and that's like a really cheap thing to to replace yeah but it's so satisfying right exactly. and the cowl piece and yep and all that and then get the front rear bumper sprayed yep and then put the headliner in, you almost have like a perfect car, really. Yeah, and then I was going to leave it uh, with and City get the Dent. wheels refinished. I want to get all the PDR done, but he couldn't get it done before Morning Motors. So I'll get it back up there. And um, you're doing ceramic on your car, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. Um, yeah. I just so, yeah, we you dropped off my car. Thank you for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So then when the car was done, um, I had to go pick it up on Saturday. And then Nick, who just bought a 911, uh, wanted his car up there. So San Mateo, for the people listening, is about 45 minutes from Santa Cruz. Hour and a half the fun way. Hour and a half the fun way. And uh, so we needed to figure out some logistics. Originally, like, Nick was going to drive me, and then we were going to drive back. But I was like, why don't I just drive your car? And then... I would have actually enjoyed going on that drive, but I had I had to run up to SF to see some family that oh, okay. morning. Yeah, and, and so, I was kind of in a rush, yeah, too. Yeah, so. kind enough to take it. Um, yeah, but, dude, let's talk about your car, because that thing is... Uh, a nice example. Yeah, I think so. What I got, year? I got lucky. It's a 2000. 2000, uh, yeah. So 996.1 Carrera 2. Not a heavily optioned car. Silver on black. Yep. 
Um, but I uh, was hunting. I I don't know. We're all different shoppers, right? But I have a tendency to like fixate when I'm in the market and just like constantly search for things. Like if I decide I'm buying a car, I'm probably buying a car in the next like 60 days because oh, I just sure. can't get the, I got the jitters. So I was searching and this thing popped up um, on Craigslist actually in Saratoga. You should also mention that you had like, you were looking for Z3 I M, was. Ca- I was M convertibles. I was looking at M coupes. I was looking M, at definitely yeah. like a rally car or something, something sporty, something two seater. And you actually bought one and returned I did, it. I did. I did. Uh, Dirtbag style. <laughs> and then I, I went and looked at one with yep. you. So we were shop. We were shopping for stuff. Yeah. Um, and cars we had looked at, like I, the car I looked at with with Nick. It was a Roadster, M Roadster. M Roadster. We went up to Alice's and, and was, checked that thing. It was like a metallic black. There's just always something though, especially and shopping for driver quality cars. Yeah. There's always something like oh, it was that, in the that was in the door panel. It was definitely in the right budget there. range, like, right? Thirteen thousand dollar car, yeah. I think. And it was like the door panel was like kicked out by a half inch at the bottom, like the door. Like why? Oh, the door. I, the I door itself this thing was built in in alabama or whatever yeah so maybe yeah that's true their teeth aren't straight and now there are other doors (laughs) and uh but you know it had weird paint it had like there's always a story bad paint on the fenders and stuff like that and you're poking around looking at stuff and the guy's like oh it was well maintained yeah and the car drove well but like it's like we were saying earlier with warren's car like yeah uh, you don't want i because it makes it more difficult on resale right like yeah resprays weird body stuff whatever so Mm -hmm. i was shopping for a while and i was looking my wife really likes she's always really liked the M Roadster C3. And so I kind of thought about getting one of those. I don't love that they don't have a glass rear window, like a little chintzy. I drove a couple, I kind of bought one briefly, Um, (laughs) but like wasn't, wasn't quite doing it for me. So um, I just, this 911 popped up and it was a single owner car. It was in Saratoga, which is like 15 minutes from us. And it's a wealthy area. Yeah. And, um, and it was like, you know, Porsche market's so hot. You see a car on Craigslist, you need to be like jumping on it, right? Like we saw a Targa popped up the other day yeah. and it was, it was sold within 24 hours. Yeah, I hit him up. So within like, like 18 hours, this guy posting this thing, I'm in his driveway looking at the car and I'm like, I'm, I'll am i I'll buy it. I showed up, the guy had a 991 in the garage and uh, like a late model four-door M3 is his daily. And this car he had bought in Hollywood, he ordered it and picked it up new. And uh, he's like, it's the only car I've kept this long bunch of fond memories with it, piles of receipts and, you know, just kind of the perfect, the years, perfect yeah, seller. Yeah. Right. So when I picked the thing up, he was like, can you take a picture of me with the car? He literally hugged the car yeah. <laughs> before I left. And yeah. So similar to yours, like tons of dealer maintenance, a uh, guy put a gearbox in at like a hundred thousand miles. That's right. That's right. Bunch of stuff. Um, and so drives really well. Like I actually haven't been under the car either. Oh. And same as you. Yeah. Uh, but I, I I bought it and just based on the drive, I was like, oh, we're good. I think, you know, for the for a little while here, I'll get under it, but there's nothing like yep. pressing. And crazy stack of records, like super even nice. recently, right? Yes. Yeah. So the car hadn't really driven much in the last few years, a couple thousand miles. But yeah, like I mean, just that gearbox ticket alone was like I think 15k at the dealer with some other 15K. stuff. 15k, yeah, so at 110,000 miles in like 2019. So you can imagine that was probably what the car was worth at that time. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's a labor of love. Like yeah. you're not investing in that car for any other reason than a, an emotional attachment. Just enjoying mm-hmm. it. And so he did the shit, the upgraded shifter at that time. By the way, that thing's notchy. Yeah, 997 shifter. Yeah. 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 
They're um, more mechanical. But it's they very, are, yeah. it's got a nice, yeah, click, click quality to it. Might but, be a GT3 um, one. And yeah, like all new everything. Suspension is yep. new, whole nine. So super stoked on the car. My first 911. Um, and I've always wanted to buy a Porsche. Uh, I figured I would buy an air-cooled car, but the air-cooled market's just gone so crazy. And um, I, this is kind of a good way to dip my toes in the water. Dude, value-wise, it's it's Yeah, very, I, think I, I think I got a, good. a pretty solid deal on the car based and, on what other things you're selling for. And so I didn't haggle with the guy at all. I was like, I mean, I think I might have... I think I might have asked him if he would take a, a grand off or something. You know, yeah. I, I just made a very polite offer and and we did the deal with minimal haggling. And so I think I'm in the car pretty good and I can spend a little bit to like, you know, it's got the stock seats. So I'll probably put some different seats in the car because they're not very comfortable. Do some little touches, but keep it pretty well stock and just enjoy it. And you can like kind of like my M3 is you can drive that thing. Totally. A bunch without worrying about it too much. Um, yeah. So I'm stoked on it. And actually, it's brought up a lot of Lane's been reminiscing fondly about his 996s now that I've yeah. got this car. Yeah, I've been telling him about what to do to him. Yeah. Because he, he was in Florida for, he bought the car, brought it home, and then like what? The, 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 the immediate, next day, like next day yeah. goes to Florida for I three weeks. I actually wanted to get it to Kevin, but I just couldn't <clears> coordinate <throat> that quickly. So Nick was in Florida with a keyboard. And a computer, yeah, and he's just like, "What can I buy for this thing?" You know, so yeah. he came home to a bunch Shopping. of like goodies, basically. Yep. Picked up a bunch of little odds and ends. Stuff. Where'd you get an exhaust? And I picked up some was on Ren list. Center console delete. GT3 console delete. Picked up a little shift knob. You know, yeah. Got to go art style. CHP. Uh huh. Yeah. And yeah, so like I was visiting my wife's family, and like you said, just like literally sitting on my computer shopping Porsche parts for a couple yeah. of weeks so i'm stoked to get back and then i'm you know for better or worse the car i wanted to go get it uh get the pdr done get the paint corrected uh just a couple little scratches there was obviously like no wax in the thing um it was like well loved but the paint could use a little work yep uh so i wanted to get it up to kevin and now it's there with him uh for the next week or so i would guess yeah just got the call from city dent that they're doing doing the work this week and then kevin will work his magic on it and uh get the car back and, and hopefully start on some of the mechanicals, give it a once over. I'm concerned obviously about like coolant lines and oh, right. all the, you know, miscellany, uh, but should be in good shape. It's like April. So we should be sorted for the June rally and I'm looking forward to driving the car. Yeah. And I don't think those don't have too many, like, <laughs> like the problems 996s have are like catastrophic they're yeah, not yeah, like yeah. they're yeah. like especially a normal car they don't have like a lot of little problems they just have the problem that the engines it just explode, have, have so explode. I, I went by my buddy my sh- old shop uh my buddy sean and he had a, a 996 motor taken apart um the customer had bought a ellen engineering they were re- uh-huh. making rebuild you know reman motors right. um the the intermediate shaft was completely shredded and it just wow, com- on an LN motor. Yeah. Wow. Completely came apart and now they no longer make motors. Oh, <laughs> so they couldn't do it either. Nope. Can't figure it out. Um, so yeah. he, he was trying to fix this car and he found another motor and, uh, it had the original, um, IMS and he was like, looking at it, he's like, I'm leaving it. I'm so just, cause my, some cars I think are fine. My yeah, car, interesting story. Original IMS in my car. Yeah. 146,000 miles. I think it's, yeah. it was if just it's not like, broke. Don't fix it. If it was know. made on a Monday, you're yeah. fine. If it was made on a Friday, it's like so explode or something. On the service ticket, 
in I think 2019 when he did the gearbox, he requested do the remain, inspect the IMS. Like I know there's an issue with these things, and the dealer notes from Stevens Creek are inspected. Everything looks good, and so yeah, yeah, rolling the dice slightly. I think I'll take the motor down once I get the shop set up. And yeah, take it. And take a look. um, because I at that mileage, I would expect like things like the uh, like the uh, guides for the timing chains probably need done. Yeah, and I, I, I have history for spark plug tubes being done recently, stuff like that. So I don't expect to find many leaks. But like air oil separator, that kind of stuff. Air oil separator separator was done. Yeah, that's um, one of the things. That's but nice. but yeah, I, you know, I I, I kind of going back and forth with it. Like I, from what I understand, maybe five to ten percent of cars had an IMS issue. So and the other thing you can do too, based is, on this mileage, I feel like it's probably fine. And like, don't people do the oil uh, analysis analysis of Blackstone yeah. Yeah. pretty yeah. often just to yeah. keep a track of that because yeah, exactly. that's that's one of those telltales. Yeah, and you can obviously cut apart the filter and take a look for particulates and stuff too. So so um, there's some ways to kind of just keep it. You to know. catch it before yeah. it's catastrophic. Keep yeah. an eye on it. Get your uh, mammograms. But yeah. I think going back to like buying sort of high mileage, well sorted drivers, like uh, at this mileage, if it hasn't gone yeah, awry, absolutely. I, I, I doubt it will. And I mean, the value, dude, it's like to get a 996 right now with 50,000 miles is an expensive car. And I think and you're that's getting the actually, same experience. It's you know? actually, that's actually a car that's going to be much more expensive to, to operate for a couple of years. Cause yeah. a 50,000 mile car has been sitting. Hell yeah. It's got dry rotted hoses. It's yep. got Lord knows what it needs. Everything and it has is, all the same age issues that yours yep. does, but, but it hasn't been sorted out. Yet. Right. And then you're paying, you know, X times to buy the car initially. So, yeah, I think you're in a good spot. Yeah, I'm stoked. Mm -hmm. um, just That's looking rad. forward to getting like a, a workspace set up so we can dig into some of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was actually going to ask Land to borrow your race ramps because I really want to put oh. this car in the air. And yeah, I don't want to oh, put yeah. a jack under it. You can definitely nice. borrow. Yeah. I want to just drive up on something and for sure. Check take them anytime. Check it um, yeah, take them, Mr. Skelton. They're sitting there. You've got some vehicles as well that are new. Well, we've talked about the. Polestar no, we talked about my Polestar, my Kia. Um, those are going well. We're doing great. I think Lane is now officially an electric car guy. I'm so electric car guy, dude. I'm going to meets. Oh, yeah? You uh, joined the... Octavia 2099, here I come. You joined the EV forums? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I've been checking them out, you know? Cool. Modding. Meeting a lot of new yeah. friends. <laughs> here. Are you hyper-miling? I want to make an... Uh, I, I've gone to... We're like... We haven't put in the chargers at my work yet, so I've gone to some charging stations. Like, there's a Walmart near my work. And I want to start like an Instagram account that's like what people do when charging because I've seen oh, some really good, interesting yeah. stuff next to me. Like a guy just, he all of a sudden he, he gets out, he goes to his passenger seat and he has a trumpet and he's just playing the trumpet in his oh, car. Yeah. Whoa, dude. Ladies like doing their nails. I could have sworn you were just going to say like, like knitting something. I would have never imagined. Guys watching porn. No. But I'm sure that I'm sure happens. It happens. <laughs> yeah. Twenty-one inch screen. Yeah. Like my car has a web browser. It has internet on the car. You know, like. But how do you the, hook it up? Like, what? Does it have? Uh, it's got a. They've got like an like. Antenna. It has its own cell, cell internet. Cell so through yeah. satellite. Yeah. What? So I don't even know, but okay. it works. <laughs> no, it's got a. They've got like a cell antenna. Or yeah, it has a cell antenna the, or the something. Manufacturers so, are like. Oh yeah, I think it is. Deal. I think you're right though. It is like an LTE or some some yeah. service. Yeah. So I have a web browser yeah. and it has a big screen, so yeah. I can watch like YouTube videos. Do you have to stuff. pay for a subscription to that. No, or how does that work? It no. comes with the car. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Well, I think it. It's probably like, like, like a lot of other four cars, years I think or it something. might be like something that they've built in so they can do over the air updates. 
Oh, there's definitely that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's sort tons of, sort of, of over, necessary for the manufacturers. Tons of over the over the year yeah, updates yeah. with that yeah. car. Like there's already been like like mine has the newest, yeah, obviously. But like the since the car, the car like, came out two years ago, they've had like six updates or right, something that right. have like improved like drivability charging and, time and braking and, and even like range, miles or yeah. overall range. Yeah. And then they have a eighty horsepower in Europe they have for a thousand dollars you can get eighty more horsepower. You just you just download it? Yeah. Boop. Yeah, it's not a bad deal. Which is pretty good, right? <laughs> right? Trying to add that like at a hot rod shop. Yeah, dude. a lot more than a thousand dollars. Way more, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so the, yeah, it's, I'm I'm electric car guy. I did put a deposit on a car today. So, oh, yeah. care to chat about it? Or do you want to wait till the deal's yeah. done? Might as well wait. You know, yeah, we should wait. It's I fine. think we should probably I think, wait. I think I know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, you uh, know. Right. I mean, the good news for me is I'm the only one on the podcast that has an M3, which is cool. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that next yeah. week. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> um, but I do have, I forgot. I was like, well, I know I did some stuff. So I did drive two cars last week that I have never driven before. Huh. Oh. Well, one, car, one, I drove Ali's Range Land Rover. Oh, uh, yeah. The Dormobile. Dormobile. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 1962 or whatever. Yeah. Long wheel. So 110, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I drove that. It's essentially a small school bus. Basically, and it has a lot of stuff on it mm-hmm. and in it and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, it's like yeah, stuff Ali's, like Ali's really shaking around. Just the bumper stickers alone give me like, <laughs> like tingles. I just don't like it. Ali's I said really to him when he first bought them, like, you're taking these off, right? He's like, no. I kind of awesome. like the bumper stickers. Dude. Stickers, they're great. They're, they're classic. They're tasteful. It's like Lucas, uh, d- you know, gentlemen, don't drive in the dark or something. So in the uh, BMW overland motorcycle community there is a term uh, which i haven't heard really in the car world called farkle <laughs> functional sparkle oh i hate this and so that's know. basically what uh, what ali has done is put a lot of like farkle lights it's he's got, like uh, the, the what's a, it called oh, jennifer aniston flare. And, yeah. yeah yeah it's flare you have to yeah. 10 pieces of flare if you have an overlandy vehicle the inclination is to like Put all kinds of shit on it, right? Yeah. Lights yeah. and He has a lot. He has uh, bottle openers traps. on his front <laughs> yeah. bumper and like all kinds of stuff. But I drove that thing probably from Sunnyvale to Mountain View. Mm, pretty, uh, good, pretty good amount. S- what, 10 eight, miles. Eight miles. Ten miles. Two or three days. Dude. You're not kidding, dude. City streets. No, I got on the highway. I didn't know where I was going. But mostly city streets. Like and then one major one expressway that's basically a highway. And then it goes onto the highway. And I was only on the highway for like one exit to exit, basically. But no synchro first gear, no synchro second. So you have to double clutch it. Yep. Uh granny shifting. Granny shifting. Not double clutch. Power steering? Does it have power steering? It's got to. I mean, Lane has. I don't think it power. has power. He can put through the steering. Maybe <laughs> it does. You know, it's weird. He put a brake booster on it or something, and it actually has brakes. Yeah, they actually is, like work. And I don't think that's the way crucial. they came, dude. No. I think they came with wooden brakes. I'm like, pretty sure they came with a with a, a single circuit, little tiny master master unit. cylinder that's yeah. like tiny and no booster. But this thing has boosted brakes, and they actually work all right. That's great. Um, I mean, you're, it's like you're going high speeds, but you know, you, you're just able to stop and you don't feel like the thing wants to creep away. Uh, but yeah, man, it is slow, dude. Four speed with overdrive, right? So you can have overdrive in every gear if you want, mm-hmm. right. but you basically go one, two, three, four, 
or one, two, three, four, and then you go overdrive mm-hmm. and you use a clutch and go yep. into overdrive. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but we're talking like 50 miles an hour, you know, oh, like yeah. if you're lucky, like that's like really pushing it. And that's like after a long time. Yeah. yeah revving. Um, you drove that to Monterey. I know it's nuts. And it doesn't feel like it's a very smooth running engine. Like when it's just sitting there, it's amazing how quiet that thing is and how yeah. like smooth, but man, it's a buzzy cabin. And, uh, there's no insulation. No, it's just there's aluminum nothing. Paneling. It's just yeah. a, it's just, a, yeah. It's I know a, it's the funniest part of that whole thing is those were designed to go far distances in remote areas on rough roads. All I couldn't the time. imagine like climbing stuff in that, like going through like rivers and you know, know all this stuff. I couldn't even imagine what that would be like. Gets it done. I but guess. With a, yeah. Uh, a fair bit of jostling. Yeah, definitely a lot of jostling yeah. stuff moving around. And then earlier that day, I drove Ali's um, BMW 2002. Nice. Which we oh, you, all seen never driven his racing car? Ali. Yeah. No, I've never. I'd never driven. It's an S14 S14 powered uh, BMW 2002. I don't know what year it is. 71. So it's a roundy. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's a roundy. He has an S14, and it's. Um, I think it's built a little, right? I think yeah, so. it's a definitely yeah. built. It's a I'm Terry sure Tinney Terry build. The motor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he and has got a bunch of Euro stuff on it. Yeah, really good suspension, and I'm sure a lot of stuff. And I don't know what some yeah. engine management mm-hmm. system. Many you know, things. all I this. I think stuff. Ali. I'm pretty sure Ali developed the O2 suspension. With he did the suspension. The time, so so it's taking off in the car. It's not like a super fast car. It definitely, you know, it's like. You're like, oh, is this any well, faster? S14, than- S14 too, so it's got that. You have to really, yeah, you have to rev it, and it revs to like eight or something like yeah. that, you yeah. know. But um, it goes all right. It's just not like a rocket, you sure. know. Uh, it's like it's more, it's closer to the 914 than like than a GTI. Really. If it had a big six, then like it a would Mark be Seven more GTI of a rocket problem, feeling. But the problem with swapping sixes into those cars, you get so nose heavy. Oh, for yeah. sure. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend that. But I think no. that's where you would get that kind of yeah. torque. Yeah. yeah. You know? But it feels good. It has power. You Absolutely. Know? It's, like, it's cool. Uh, steering is really good. He has power steering, like electronic mm-hmm. power assist on it, and it actually feels really good. Uh, and and it's a it, those aren't rack and pinion. You know, they're mm-hmm. a box, mm-hmm. and it's actually like tight on center, which is really nice. There's. Oh, man. And to have power steering is great because I've driven O2s and they're like kind of a handful, you know? Yeah. They have the engine out front, a lot of weight up front, and you're you're having to like move that thing around. Yep. His feels like very nice in that way. I wonder and if then, he's got the standard box on it or if he's some, got some crazy Alpina steering box. May, he probably does. He probably does. The most impressive thing was his suspension tuning for, to me because I've driven, I mean, I haven't driven tons of 2002s, but let's, I've driven a handful. And they always feel like they're a little crashy and like the cars are kind of rattly and stuff. Yeah. This, his car feels pretty tight. The suspension is so nice cause it's, it's pretty stiff and he's got meat. Yeah. Those, those wheels like, yep. So, and it's, pr- so the suspension is pretty stiff, but, um, you, we were like, there's like really bumpy road right outside of my, um, of my office. And there's like steel plates on the ground and stuff. And I'm hitting that and it just like soaks it up, dude. It has this, it has this great, it has great compliance and stuff. It was, I was like kind of amazed by it actually. Cause That's I was huge. expecting to have this big crash and I didn't have shit. It was like, it was so nice, dude. That sounds uh, 
That sounds right. And I drove it around the Google campus. It's loud as hell. He just got this crazy header from put on it. Google. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And is that the one Google's doing with Candela? Yes, exactly. So he had it. Forrest did it, and then he sent it down to LA and had mm-hmm. it like tuned. Everything. And it looks so rad. It's so yeah, cool, it's dude. Awesome. Forrest is doing a big year for Forrest. So much, dude. Cool stuff Forrest having a huge year, yeah. making all Matt Crooks we wheels, get back up there. all that stuff. Yeah, he's got a skate park built. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, it was. It was. I was so impressed with the the suspension, and it handled really well. You know, I mean, I was just around like Google campus and stuff, so I wasn't like on a twisty road. Sure, no but I was able to hit a couple of little. And you can imagine nineties and stuff. Having driven it like that, I'm sure on our rougher roads, and it's yeah. such a good package. No, it was that, great. That, that car is amazing. And he has Porsche Tombstone seats in it, which are like really comfortable, nice seats. They're supportive and comfortable. Oh, I thought he had. Didn't he have like Recaros with he, the, the he did. mesh? He did. He did. He swapped the two. He swapped them. Okay. Yeah, he swapped them because he said those were really just uncomfortable and kind yeah. of floppy. And, and I kind of feel that way about my E30 seats. They're they're E30 M3 sports seats. seats. Yeah. And yeah. they're just not very supportive on yeah. long drives, like on our rallies. Yeah. I feel like I'm shifting around a lot. I yeah. almost wish they were cloth to like hold yeah. me a little better. And that's what I think. That's what his feelings were. And he had, his seats were like perfect, right? But so he put he got. Porsche, basically like 930 Tombstone. Yeah. These killer seats. Um, yeah. And he had them redone the red leather to match and everything. Uh, yeah, he's got a good interior guy up in the peninsula. Yeah, really good. Like, and it's not like there's not a lot of wrinkles and stuff like yeah. you see in most most nice. stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I was really impressed. The only thing that was, you know, he told me before I drove it, he, he, he's like, he said the brakes suck and the shifter sucks. Uh, the brakes don't suck. They're just not power assisted. They're basically like we were talking about. They're very, they're a little wooden. Yeah, you got to stand like them. a old nine eleven or a nine fourteen where mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. a, you're relying on just a master cylinder and not a booster. But I don't mind that feeling. I kind of like half it. Half power. It's very analog, dude. It's like at, if you drive it after driving a modern car, you're like, oh shit, this thing has no brakes. It has tons of brakes. It's just you just have to. You, it's yep. how much pressure you put is the more the better it breaks. Right. Where new cars, it's just kind of like you just you know you kind of effortless. Yeah. It's effortless, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but it's kind of a neat feeling to have that. It's a very analog thing. And then the shifter is just a little, I it's a little sloppy. The gearboxes, if it, he's, if he's running the the original Getrag from those O twos, I, I think the shifter's always been a weak point in those cars. I think it's probably like an S14. Um, yeah. I, I uh, like imagine, an M3 I shifter. Five, I think it's a five-speed. <laughs> Speaking of shifting, this just reminded me of uh, Nick and I had to f- get Art's car from so I don't know, a couple of podcasts. Did we even talk about on podcasts? His tie rod. No, we never talked game. about it. We never did. He drove over the hill. He needs an outer tie rod or something. Oh, I think we yeah. Anyways, he left the car Steering's in the has got a bunch of play. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nick, Nick drove the car, and I followed him, and... Uh, <laughs> Dude, he's like, what the hell is going on? First of all, the clutch is done for. Yeah, yeah it's so is, high up. It's, it's on off. Yeah, it's an on off. Dude, I, I stalled it. I hadn't talked to Art you about. Too. I haven't talked to Art about these things. I your I, clutch is toast, Art. Do you remember me talking? I drove it to dinner on oh, the last yes. rally. It's got like and half I'm like, an inch of, of dude. The thing has like no off the floor. It was it's like literally an on off switch, <laughs> and I stalled it leaving the parking lot. Nick stalled it first thing, and then he was like, "What the fuck's up with this shifter?" I don't know. And I looked down, it's this plastic dildo that he, <laughs> and Nick's like what the fuck is this I was shocked frankly because uh, Art has a reputation for putting ZHP shift knobs in cars yeah, and he's got this, this thing, like Art, uh, you gotta 
<laughs> gotta do something about this. It's like a yeah, it's like a hard plastic it's just like a, just capped post. With a soda bottle or something. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, no, I didn't mean to. And the steering is gnarly. <laughs> oh well, the steering's, the steering's more jacked got up. About and, eight inches of yeah, on so much play on center. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, that's his racks bad or something. Well he needs a rack. Well and now tie his tie rods are bad. Ends, yeah, inners yeah. and outers. A I clutch job apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other yeah. than that and a shifter. <laughs> but Hart's yanking that whole assembly out of there anyways. Although yeah. I think the K swap retains the gearbox. Oh yeah. So I drove yeah. uh, I drove my E thirty after having the E thirty six for a few days and um I'm happy to report they're very different. <laughs> so oh, that's it's, good. There's not a lot yeah. of overlap. It, yeah. The E30 is way more raw. It's smaller. It's yeah. it's just more. And I have like, you know, lowered suspension on it and yeah. sway bars and stuff. And it's just a more raw kind of analog feeling. The M3 is far more GT than you might think. It's it's a little bit yeah, it's it quieter. Is. It's more yeah, powerful. In stock trim. It's smoother, yeah, exactly. And bone stock helps a lot. So and more insulated. More insulated. The seats are more comfortable. Mm -hmm. All that stuff. So uh, I'm, yeah. So you're getting that modern, mo more modern feel that you're kind of. It's like, a big step. I mean, for. when you go from E30, yeah. even just like looking at the interior, it's it's a big you, jump up. How do you feel mm -hmm. about the? How do the ergonomics work for you? E36 Pretty good. I need E30. to. I had to mess with the seat a lot to get it. Right. That's the but, only gripe that I have about the E36 is like the, the steering. Yeah. It's, everything's off. It, everything's a little crooked. You know? It's a little, it's little, a little like an you, old Ferrari a little bit. It's sort of like. But I'm very familiar coming yeah. from an E30. Yeah. E30 has the wheel kind of like that too. And E28s do too. Yeah. The bus driver non, thing. Non-adjustable yeah, 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 too. Yeah. So anyways, it's it's nice to know because I was a little, I don't know. Everyone keeps asking me if I'm selling the E30 and I don't think I am. I don't really yeah. feel like I should. I mean, I don't it's, you don't need, need to. Don't need I mean, really it'd be yeah. like if I don't have the space for it, that is that is a factor. We'll, 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 solve, we'll solve that. I know, let's solve that. Yeah. But um, yeah, so it made me feel better getting in the E30 because we went to dinner last night with Jay Lamb and I drove downtown and stuff and it was kind of fun ripping it around. It feels yeah. more like small rally car Dude, and the guys yeah. have, three guys is like a different thing. Did you go do more pot pies without me? No, but <laughs> we did. We did um, pizzas. We did Abbott Square. Abbott but, Square. Um, it, apparently, Brady's Yacht Club is getting an outdoor kitchen or something. Yeah. Whoa. So pot pot, <laughs> chicken pot pie galore. Pot pies Actually, what, what, we planned our next adventure. Where was it? Maybe Vim. Vim. Okay, that's pretty upscale though. It is upscale. for us. But Jay rolls that way. Yeah, yeah. He was but, all cold. but he also goes to. Brady's. Brady. That's why I made the joke about it. I was like, well, you know, I know you're an ambiance guy. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But all uh, his shifter was just a little like, it wasn't hard to find gears, but it was just one of those things where you're like on center, you know, you're there and it has tons of play. And then in every year, it has tons of play. Yeah. Yep. It's just a little loose, you know? It needs probably bushings and, yeah. Or it's just kind of being like that. I don't know. It's kind of it's typical of that. Shitty is what it is. Yeah. 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 I think there's there's got to be like this is something that I've been thinking about for a while and maybe maybe it's something Forrest has actually worked on but there's there's not really I actually find this to be a problem across a lot of classic cars like it would be great if there was a pretty modular like fairly late model gearbox retrofit solution for oh for like a all these cars, cars you know yeah. what I mean because like the like, one you could use yeah like rebuilding gearbox like it, it's becoming privately expensive on older BMW get rags if you can even find the parts. Yeah. Um, and then you you 
totally rebuild the thing and you put it together and you go, oh, it's still kind of a yeah, shitty still gearbox. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I feel like like for old Jags, they're, for, for many years, although T5s are getting harder to find, um, like the company made a bell housing adapter that you could put on the back of the XK motor to put a T5 in it. And it's like, boom, problem solved. Right. Easy parts, good shifter. Interesting. Yeah. No such just, solution for BMW. Just day. remember when I bought the car, the M3, they, the owner said, there's an issue. It was one of the only th- issues she really reported an issue with the fuel level. It's we've tried replacing the float hmm. pump um, and the gauge always shows empty or it's like intermittent, you know, you can't really tell what's going on. So we just use the odometer. We reset it. You get fuel at like 160 miles. You can make it to 200 without a problem, but we always do 160. And I'm like, Oh fuck. Okay. And, uh, but I remember these cars, Hey, I was thinking, okay, the gauge might be the issue, right? Like the cluster has to come out and be rebuilt mm-hmm. or something. Who knows? But I remember that these cars have a uh, gauge reset. Essentially, it like sweeps the, the right. needles right. and it goes through all the different information on the oh, cluster. Yeah. And so you basically just hold the odometer reset button as you click it into position one. And it does this whole like 10 second thing. Nice. Fixed it. Nice. No way. Nice, She's been dude. doing it for years. Resetting and she brought it to BMW dealers and stuff. I know. Wow, dude. I mean, that's the thing. You take a 95 to a dealer. Yeah, they right? don't and they're really like, know. Most of the, the, the technicians this? haven't been trained on that car, so there's maybe like one or two I didn't guys. think it would work, and I was like, I kind of remember how to do it, so I just like held it, and, and dude, it went through all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the gas gauge just went, ding. Dude, right yeah. how satisfied were you? So satisfied. Oh, my god. Because I was also gosh. thinking there's a wire on the fuel pump that comes in, you know, like sure. rough running and yeah. stuff. Like, you can knock it loose, and... uh I'm like, ah, fuck, I can do that. Take the seat apart, you know, go in there, deal with the fuel and all that. But, um, dude, fixed it. That's awesome. And it seems to be that's totally cool. accurate. That's like, so rad. That was one of those things. So oh, now ABS, so ABS slide I have to deal with. The but. older, older companies <clears throat> like O2s, they have, this is minutia, but uh, they have a, um, uh, a a very fine wire, like the fuel yes. level gauge is very analog. And yeah. so like it, it'll, the wire will corrode and break and you yep. have to go in and like rewrap it. Yeah, yeah. There's stuff like that. So anyways, that was a very sad. I didn't want to tell the, the previous owner either because I thought she'd be so bummed to like yeah. be living with that if she had just 10, it was 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. I filled the car up after getting it from AutoWorks. You did the reset like at the gas station and it worked. And I was like, yeah, right, we're good. Yeah. So I, I had a, I had one of those, like, like you were talking about the difference between the E30 and the E36. I was driving the Polestar you know, commuting in it all week. And then I went on that drive a couple of weeks ago, whatever, in the 944. Yeah. I get out to get the 944. I'm like, holy mackerel. The, holy. The dis- difference between those two cars, like and the E36 was I don't think it could be huge. more different. It was crazy, dude. It's yeah. like it way my 944 felt like the lowest lightest car on earth and so analog razor like, sharp and razor sharp the steering and everything yeah. and the pulse the pulse star is 49 4900 pounds 4700 pounds crazy my nine my 44 is 2000 pounds less yeah like yeah it's just everything all the inputs yeah, it was awesome. crazy dude it was so rad though to feel like that's why we love cars right you love like having all these different and like the pulse star is really fun to drive for what it is and it's cool but like and then getting into that, you're like, oh man, I love all this stuff that the Polestar isn't, right? It's funny about the name of Polestar. We haven't once referenced it as porn star. Oh, weird. Yeah, you yeah. just think about pole dancing, like pole sure. pole star. 
porn star. Yeah, porn star. All right, let's just let's just keep that in yeah, the back yeah, pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might need that someday. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Next, next thinking. <laughs> that is, it's one of the enjoyable things about having like a, an assortment of cars uh-huh. that are pretty diverse. Is yeah, yeah you appreciate everything. Stuff. I was just complaining to Warren when we pulled up because I, I drove my E55 and uh, hadn't driven the car in quite a while. I uh, might need a jump start when I leave, but. <laughs> But like I'm, I've got key side confusion now from the Porsche. You know, oh like, yeah. Uh, which where am I putting the key? Yeah, yeah. Um, Porsche dorks. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up. Give it up. Wow. But also like oh my I, Cayenne, I, I need I, it to be Le Mans start. 2002 has put the sh- the turn signal on the wrong side. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Oh, gripe about the 996. Why didn't they just make those fucking turn signal stocks metal? Oh, dude. Oh, like so old G bodies yeah. and stuff. Like, so chintzy. It's so chintzy. Yeah. That is one of those tactile uh, tactile feeling yeah. things that you deal with every day. Well, that's it, right. is, it's just, it bends a little bit uh-huh. before it clicks. That's one of the things. My 944 is even worse. One of the things about is the it? 996 that people gripe about is that just like, you know, um, uh, materials and finish yeah. compared to the, the dash design cars. is horrible. That's a little bit. If meh. they had just done a straight line instead of these different domes and weird shapes like it doesn't although work. it's only i i feel like i <laughs> yeah, don't and that and that i don't think it's as bad as people say like it's, it's like one, one but yeah. it would have been such it's an easy a, solution you just I know. do a straight line like all the rest before yeah. and after yeah. that car yeah i know they made it so but all better. it is like the dash itself is a straight line it's just that like rounded yeah they rounded the stuff weird, off some weird the things with the vents yeah. too the, the vents, vents are shitty styled mm-hmm. yeah and then that like the like the the center console delete is a must because that huge yeah monstrous Bulbous. CD holder or whatever. Yeah, that thing. Well, it just has like, dude, do you have yeah. CDs in there? I might. Yeah, I need to pop it open, dude. Did I you did. Check? Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, Pearl Jam, Lincoln Park. Oh, wow. is that you? No, a previous owner, right? Wait, it really has Lincoln Park. It's a Lincoln Park CD. I, How old was the guy you bought the car I from? Text he was the guy. 17. I told him to come to Morning Motors. By the way, seventeen Seven. years old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, he'd be like our age. He's. I think he's like. He was probably like late 40s. Oh, Lincoln, okay. Lincoln Park, it was like... He rip. probably put those in when he bought the car. Yeah. Probably, dude. I right. sold my 996 with full CD rack. Of course, yeah. And then it had like Ray's Mix, you know, some mix CD. And then it had like a kid's CD. Yeah, sure. There you in go. There. But those are actually very yeah. nice feelings. The button, you know, it slides out. Those sliders kind of, are cool, dude. Kind of, kind of cool. I, did, I haven't opened it yet. But I know yeah. you're going to just throw you, it in the trash. You dug through it. I'll give you the Lincoln Park CD if you want. <laughs> Thank you. I'd appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, uh, and I can't think of a Lincoln Park song right now. I can't either. Isn't there something crawling in my skin, something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that right. Sounds, that sounds and, uh, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I, uh, yeah. I know I'm way off, but like it's something like that. Yeah, no, something I'm on my sure skin. I'm pretty sure that's a song. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. All yeah. right, we've covered a lot tonight. <laughs> uh, I think it's that time. A little trivia. Yep. Trivia time. I only have one for you. Uh, my car has, um, it's got a blister. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. The The doors. Oh, yeah, yeah, are, yeah. The door panels inside. So the issue Where the glue these, comes off in the corners. It causes this bubble for yep. the vinyl and the hardboard uh, yep. panel. Um, the leather or whatever it I is. it's vinyl. It, the vinyl basically like shrinks. Yep. And or, or and the glue comes undone. So it creates this like <laughs> almost like a banjo, like yeah. a like a like a drum effect. Like a drum skin. Yeah, drum skin. Drum skin, yeah. And so it's it's bad, but it's not horrible. I mean, I could live with it for sure. But um the problem with these cars, E thirty sixes, they were and Mercedes did the same thing. They were trying to make 
environmentally conscious materials and a thing in cars glues recycled and they thought they would last a long time or they thought maybe their cars wouldn't last as long as a material so it was like a win-win but mercedes-benz did this with their uh wiring harness coating yes and they fell apart in 10 years and you had to you know i think even under warranty they were doing wiring harness replacements like in the 90s early 2000s uh e36 was the same thing they made all these weird choices with materials one of which is the door panels and it's notorious they're just not heavy duty um and so i have this bubble also it's a little loose like i can take the door panel and like physically move it up and down you know I'm going to have to go in there, too, because the interior handle is, like, not happy. It's hey, super Nick, tight. He hasn't seen my E36, huh? Perfect. Mm, yeah, that's Perfect. true. His door card's immaculate. Just, Dude, Maybe they're tan, painters. though. Immaculate. But, like, so mine is a cheap model. I think it's oh. it's a later car. Yeah. And they don't make it out of the same material. It doesn't yeah. look like it would do that ever. Yeah. Right. And like so there are people it. who have... You could paint it black, and it would work. Yeah. There's people who have taken uh, their the vinyl off and then you get some other vinyl and glue it and like that. Yeah, yeah. It's going to look janky as hell. Nah, it's, you could, uh, nah, you could have a, me, you could have a shop do it. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, that's an option. Shop can do it. Um, but I did find that they still, BMW still has these door panels oh, on wow. the shelf. Wow. How much are said? Okay. Panels? Is For one, the, are they, all, I bet they're, they're effed the, up as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, brand, brand new. Is no. The BMW classic catalog or? Uh, this is from ECS tuning, but it is an OEM front, left oh, no but i'm saying like I've i know you're bought, saying it's been new on the shelf i'm saying i bought like a ferrari you know i've told the story i bought ferrari f50 like all the little <laughs> buttons and stuff yeah and i bought them brand new from ferrari yeah, and, and they, they were all up, open the boxes up. sticky as hell yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. right sure. i can't confirm or deny that yeah but uh they does, look brand does it new show in stock ships in a few days shows in stock wow. i mean it's nice it's got like stitching yeah you know, it's it it's actually nicer than mine. Oh, I think it's a later model. Oh, I don't yeah, want to give it to you. Okay, I want to give okay. away the price. Yeah. Um, anyways, brand new on the shelf. All right. Um, because of your tone, obviously they're going to be very expensive. Seven hundred and seventy-six dollars each. Seven seventy-six. Uh, and by the way, I would do it. You would do it. Yeah. At ECS, they're listed for MSRP though, right? I don't know. No, no curveball. ECS. Yeah, by the way, it says they're on sale. Discount. Five percent oh, off. But it oh, says the ECS the, is offering a discount. Five percent. But it has the the original price crossed out, so I can tell you both. But I'm gonna say fourteen hundred and thirty dollars each. Each. You're not far off. Oh wow! I, I am. I far used off? to work at a BMW dealer. Yeah. I'm familiar with prices. The original price thirteen hundred and forty. Dude, I was so close. I oh, realized man. Price is Right rules. I, I'm out. But so it's on sale. I feel, I feel 12, good about it. Twelve seventy eight and ninety two cents. Mm-hmm. Okay, I said I would pay seventy seven seven seventy six. Yeah. yeah, not sure you would I would get, pay that. You would get half a door. Is card. that insane? The, yeah, is I mean, insane? I, it's insane, but I understand yeah, it. But, yeah. but also, to your point, I could get that thing, and it's like, wait, it's delaying. Yeah, love, I think I'd you can just to, get uh, that one piece recovered at Ray's or something. And the nice, yeah. the good thing is that that little cove or yeah, it's a one it, separate one, panel. Separate panel. I know, so that's that's a good thing. But dude, twelve hundred and eighty dollars. That's, <laughs> that's nuts, on dude. sale. I'm just shocked that they're in inventory. Yeah, and I think either, there are some generics like non OEM that someone has made that are like six hundred bucks, yeah. but they don't look very good. So the later ones, I wonder if you could find just a like a normal E36 with a black interior, like a '97, like my car, mm. and just grab that panel I because mean, you can. But I think it's they're all 
janky. Yeah, but mine. So mine is a mine is a vinyl. It doesn't feel like it would ever delam. It's like it's a it's almost like a like a vulcanized kind of piece rather than having Mm. a vinyl on top that's Mm. glued on. So what do you think about this? Yeah. What if I heat gun the shit out of the blister and like work it back? No. It's not going to work. work. You right? need new glue, dude. Yeah, and and the, the, I was thinking maybe the heat would like reactivate the glue a little bit. No, this is like stretch it out. And by the way, this is not a toast. BMW only thing. This is like yeah. like you said, Mercedes. Yeah. Have you seen R32 Skylines? The dash blister they get. Oh, oh yeah. It's the opposite. It turns. It, they have a big old like blister. Yes, I saw like. <laughs> and then you really have to pop one. the bubble, dude. Oh, yeah. So everyone pops the bubble, and then they have this big old split in their dash. Yeah, yeah. I Every can live with it. It is annoying, and it's it's obvious. It's very noticeable but it's not that bad and when i'm driving it i yeah. can't see it but yeah, yeah. yeah and your seats are pretty nice like i would seats are good they, your bolster has a little wear on the bolster is actually torn as yeah. a couple so of you tears. might want to get that pan, get you that. can get that panel fixed yep yep so but besides that your interior is really nice it's pretty good and like yeah, and i said it's very tight feeling all yeah, the that's great switches and everything is like incredibly uh i don't know it doesn't look, doesn't look like it was really used much it's awesome Steering wheel's in nice shape? Yeah. Steering wheel's in really good shape. It's the standard, like, four-spoke, four-spoke big yeah. airbag wheel, but I kind of yeah. like it. And it's got the stitching. Stitching's dull, but whatever. It's but you can clean it. Yeah, well, I think Kevin tried to, but... Oh, really? I can try maybe a little harder. Yeah, use a toothbrush and, mm-hmm. yeah, go at it. See what happens. Oh, it's got the M stitching. Because it has M stitching, right? Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. They did, they did like a standard wheel, but they did the M I know, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think the, if there's anything from like my car's either. got the four spoke two, that 996, the early one. Yep. Yeah. It's not like the sport wheel. It's just like the regular old Porsche. Yeah. Wheel. They didn't have a sport wheel in that year. I'm, I'm trying to think of if there's anything from my car that you could use because my interior is like literally perfect. Yeah. It's, it I wish was it was just black. tan. Yeah. It's all dark. Mine's like tan and then that dark brown. Yeah. You know that medium brown? Mm. Or not dark brown. It's like a medium yep. kind of. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know E36 is well enough to like know the two door card styles. We'll have to take a look. That'd be interesting to take yeah. a look. Yeah. Are you I also can't stop thinking like how many of these door cards are in stock They're with tan. BMW They're in tan. the US. Like are there two of them in a warehouse? How long have they been there? I like no, I I'm are there curious too. Are thirty there, of them in Who's buying that? I have a black dash though. Well, I mean, oh. if you're restoring a lightweight, that, that's what it is. You know? That's that. All, that's the <clears> only that's thing it is. Yeah. yeah, which is still. You know, ECS crazy. also has those BMW Motorsports golf ball shifters available. Oh yeah, those are cool. I'm gonna replace the the. Uh, those are the gear. press fit shifter, right? Yeah, it always falls off. Yeah, I'm gonna replace yeah, it the. Just flies off. I had <laughs> RTV mine my, on my E30. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like dude. You're going to grab a quick shift. A it's like they last for like a year, <laughs> dude. I've done that many times. They last for like one year. Yeah, you shift in a second. So you know, good. <laughs> yeah, so bad. Well, I just take this with me. Yeah. Yep. Right. So janky. Well, thanks for listening, Nick. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Do you mind covering for me next week? Not at all. All right. You might have to come up with some trivia. Oh, okay. But you'll have, and you'll also have to hear Art talk about awful, his black car. Oh. And then, but Lane might have some good news. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. I bought. Yeah. La- I will say, I also Same. I put a deposit and I bought a plane ticket. Oh, oh, oh boy, you're driving it back, eh? Yeah. What are you going? Jay Lamb. We were at dinner with Jay Lamb last night. He's all. 
And I'm taking my daughter with me, my older oh, daughter. Cool, cool. So we're gonna do a little road trip. Nice. All, your daughter will never forget that time your engine blew up in uh, Bakersfield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. He's such a car that magic. jerk, dude. He's such a car And magic. I said, Smart. "Yeah, but we're taking the we're taking 101." So, so it won't happen on yeah. Bakersfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Santa Barbara. Of, it's more of a 996 thing, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Adios.